When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi and welcome along to the Invincible Podcast with my man Lee Judges in the building and Julian fresh back from Holland or should I say the Netherlands now um, after Arsenal's game against PSV. We're going to touch on that. We're going to touch on the Brighton game coming up this weekend. We also might look back on some of them controversial incidents that took place um, at the Aston Villa game. But first of all, I've got to tell you, stay safe. Online, and I hope you guys did this when you were abroad, right? With just a single click and go on to NordVPN. You can get four months free on a two-year plan by going to nordvpn.com slash AFTV. With NordVPN, you can keep yourself safe when you're abroad. I hope you guys used it. You can watch your programs that's going on in England. I'm sure Julian wanted to watch EastEnders and stuff like that, right? <laughs> when he's over there. If you had your NordVPN, um, you could do that because uh, the location and everything just stays the same. So if you want to get part of this deal, head over to nordvpn.com slash AFTV, uh, click the link in the description, which is below, and you can get four months um, of NordVPN for free uh, with a brilliant um, two-year plan. Uh, This is an exclusive here to AFTV viewers, and you won't want to miss out on this deal. It's risk-free with NordVPN's 30-day money-back guarantee. Thank you very much to the guys from NordVPN for powering this video, and as I said, for us who go abroad a lot, it's brilliant. Even if you're here in the UK, keep yourself safe because there are people trying to always nick your data and nick things off your phone when you don't even realise it. And NordVPN protects you from that. Guys, welcome back. Yeah, thank you. Um, thank from you. your 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 trip over to that dead game, but listen, it was actually not a bad game, wasn't it? It wasn't, it wasn't dead at all. It was well, it was a like dead it. rubber, wasn't it? Before you went there, yeah. I mean, we'd won the group. They were definitely second. So it was a bit of a dead game, but it was a decent game. It was a decent game. It was a decent game, and what was riding on it was two point four million pound. Oh my god! You know what? Now I've been hearing this a lot from the other day. I don't know about you, Lee. This has been winding me up. Yeah. When has anybody in any game in Europe ever mentioned the individual amount of money you would get for that game? This is the first time I've heard this this week. What I've been saying to people, let's be real, it's a dead game. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you get an extra 2.8 million pounds, like as if they're getting it. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, when when, when, when have you ever mentioned way. that before? When has that ever been said before? I mean, I didn't but, even realise that, exactly. that, that, that there was that kind of money. But I, no, I, looked, no, at, no, but no. I looked at the preview and when I, I saw it, I thought that's actually quite a good idea because it means that teams are going to be motivated to, to play the game. All right, how much did we get then? How much did... How much should we get? 900,000, yeah. Because there's a draw, isn't it? So what did we get? 900,000. Are you sure we didn't get half of the money? No, no. Someone (laughs) someone actually said it was 900,000. Yeah, but I mean, that 900,000, when you think about that, is that pays the goal scorer's wages for nine weeks. So it's not an insignificant (laughs) amount of money. No, it's it's not. I think like someone said that 
for actually winning that game, you get more than if you win the FA Cup. So all, all of that you're saying there, so how much do we get for the game this week then? How much will we get if we win the game this weekend? I don't know. <laughs> exactly. So why is it that, you know, everything was, oh, you're going to get two point odd million if we win the game. The reason why people are bringing that up because they knew and there's no nothing wrong with admitting that it's a dead rubber. We won the group, they're second. It's a dead rubber. They can admit it. Doesn't mean we're not going to support Arsenal in the game. Doesn't mean we don't want Arsenal to win the game. Mm. But it's a dead rubber. Y yeah, but from a footballing perspective, you, you can't disagree with that. But the reality is, football is determined by money. That this, It's no coincidence that, it? that Manchester City have been the, the dominant team since they got that cash injection. It isn't coincidence at all. So... In order to achieve greatness, one of the things you do need is money. So to compete in the Champions League is that passport to success. And part of that is is getting or, or being in a position to get £2.4 million for winning a dead rubber. I, I see what you're saying from that, but when the first game of the Champions League, no one was worried about the money prize of it. It was just about the points, wasn't it? It's yeah. all about points. Points exactly. make prizes. But what I'm saying, what I know it was a dead rubber, and in my head it was a dead rubber. I don't care what what, what happened. Mm. I really enjoyed the game. Yeah, no, because right? I enjoyed relax. the game. I was really enjoying it until the ball went up and Declan Rice come on. Then I was, then I was panicking. <laughs> but it was competitive, wasn't it? It was a competitive. Yeah. It was a very, thought, it was a very competitive. I thought they made changes, and and which we we thought that they was going to. But both teams played it. At, uh, a, a, a competitive thing to both play to win. Yeah, both, yeah. Both teams went for it without the pressure of of not losing, I suppose. Mm. But I was really enjoying the game. I didn't care if we won, lost, or drawn. I just wanted to enjoy a, a game of football, and yeah. you don't get that very often with Arsenal. Mm. Like come come Sunday, I'm going to be a nervous wreck again, like you know. But I did get nervous when Declan Rice coming and then Jesus is coming. I think Odegaard's coming, and I think, what is he doing? The only thing that wound me up about that game, right, was why those guys coming on. I wanted to see a couple of the young players. Yeah, I did. You know, there was Ethan Anwanieri there, Lewis Skelly was there. You know, I mean, what? Why didn't we get to see a couple of those guys? I was watching Man City's um, game yesterday. Yeah, they done it, didn't they? You know, I mean, they played a few of those young kids. I mean, one of them scored a brilliant goal. You know, what I mean, and and. You looked at it and you thought, oh, that kid's probably good enough to, to, to play. I was just like, why didn't Mikel Arteta, this is my only thought from that game, you know what I mean? Everything else, good. And I get why he had to, like, like you know, I mean, I was surprised he went with both centre-backs, but mm. I get why, I knew, I knew he'd have to play one of them and I knew he'd have to be, you know, a couple of strong players across the team and I thought the balance of the team was good. But later on, give a couple of them youngsters. What's the point in bringing them over there? Give them a chance. Give them a game. Well, give them some minutes. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, there's a few reasons why he did that. The first one goes back to the money that as supporters... Money! The, the support, but that's the reality of football. Money! That he, if he's got more money, he can then go out in the January transfer window and spend more money, which ultimately will hopefully bring us more success. Look, they might there, save you money. A, they may a, come there's on. There's a definite correlation. Hold on, they may come on. One of them kids may come on and look so good and so comfortable at that level. He might save him money. Yeah. Might be like, well, hold on, the, the, the 50 million we were going to go out and spend in, in January, we don't need to because I didn't realise this kid was this good at this level. Yeah, well, so Give so, him so, a which comes on to the second reason is that he sees these guys and his 
assistants see these guys day in, day out in training. He probably knows how good they are. And also, in one of them's 16, the other two are 18. He probably believes, because he's looking at them, that they're not yet ready to play well, at that level. And he's got to... because. There's a difference well, he was, between... He, he was ready at Brentford. Yeah. When you... Oh, we'll come on to that because... Oh, we will. Sago yeah. Junior. I remember he played in... Uh, um, Brentford. The game against... Was it against Lons? Sago Junior. No, yeah, no, he played against right. Brentford, didn't he? Was it right. Sago oh, Junior. Right. Oh. Early in the competition or, or was it... Was it? Was it? Lons it was, against, was it? That was against Brentford. When, when Saka was injured. Or was it, was it against... Was it, I, it, yeah, it might have been against... Yeah, Brentford, sorry. Yeah, he looked good, didn't he? Yeah, he did look good. But ultimately, that competition isn't as important financially as the Champions League. Oh, did you, come I'll on. ask a question. I'll ask a question, right? Money. I'll ask a question. Forget about the money. Forget about areas. Who played? Who played better on on Tuesday night? Nelson or Trossard? Nelson. Nelson. He's excellent. Right. If Martinelli or Saka are coming off on Sunday. Who's coming on, Trossard or Nelson? It'd be a shout for. See, the problem it'd is. Be, it'll be Trossard. It'd be, and the it'd reason be is, Trossard because of goal scorer. Because of the goal yeah, scorer. But, but because in the pecking order, he's higher. Well, what yeah. I'm saying is, you'll get a better performance from the player like Nelson, who's got something to prove, than someone that's established. But you know what it showed me? But, but so, so that's a great example, Nelson. I know he's a sort of established first team player now, but his performance was so good, right? In a very competitive game that you look on it, and if he does come on on Sunday, you're not worried. You're like, you know what, I've, I've seen this guy, I think he can do a, a job. Those kids that come there, you never know when they could be called upon. We've seen with certain um, teams in recent times, right? I was watching Newcastle. They've got a 17-year-old, uh, is it Miley? Oh, very right? impressed. He's been playing really, really well. He wouldn't have probably got the chance if it weren't for all the injuries that are there, but he's got his chance and he's been brilliant. Uh, Livramento has got his chance early for Newcastle because of injuries, right? Um, that kid at Manchester United, um, the one who played, oh, I've forgotten his name now, he played... Oh, yeah, young, yeah, played, yeah he played, played, he, very he, impressive. He played, he, remember he played in the friendlies um, against Arsenal, included um, over in the summer. He got injured. He's come in because of injuries to Casemiro and people like that, and he's done well. So this thing about money, you know, I don't hear nothing about money. Put some of these, I, I'm not saying they had to play the whole game, but I would have liked to have seen them play a little role in the game. I was a bit disappointed that... Was well, I was he, kind of, that, that was kind of my and, excitement and also you're risking the players like Jesus coming on for the last five minutes of that yeah, game what for? there was more the, the, the risk well, and the reward was there he could have actually got injured there I'd like to see one of the youngsters yeah, come what on was the there. point in bringing Jesus on well, well, the, the point was is that Jesus is potentially a match winner and if they'd won that that game there's the difference yeah, of, uh, of, they'd uh, have of more uh, money yes but money uh, money makes a difference with football you can you can be as negative about money as you like, but ultimately the reality it's is... It's not all about money, Julian. If you look at the, the champions of the Premier League, it's to do with money. Because it's, it's to do with... You, the, 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 the hard work's been who's done. Won, who's the won the Premier League in the last 10 yeah, years? I, I, it's been Chelsea no, and Manchester City. We're, we're and that's about been about money. Game. We're talking about a dead rubber game, which you wouldn't even have known how much money we were going to get had it not been a dead rubber and some people bring it up. Because it's, a, you don't, it's a dead you don't rubber know, in football You don't know terms, how much money we're going to get for winning a game on Sunday, which is a way more important game. And you don't know how much money we're going to get, right? So I want to hear nothing about no money. This was an opportunity 
to give a couple of those young players, I'm not saying the whole game, but <laughs> no. later on, bring one or two of them on. And the, let's see what they can do on that level. And the reason is, Robbie, is that we put ourselves in that position by winning those games earlier on. That's why Manchester City don't yesterday, because they won five games out of six. So they could do what well, ended up winning six out of six. What what that done for us, and we was all pleased about that. That's just the thing that really made, it is a bit of a funny situation. Is oh, let's not go to to Eindhoven needing something. Let's make sure it's a dead rubber because we can rest all the players going into the busy period in December. Then all of a sudden, oh, it's two million pound up for grabs. Oh, we got to go in with a full strength side and all that. I, 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 I at the end of it, we we went in we went in strong. At the end of it, strongish. We did, well, we're not strongish. Strong. We didn't. We, we made didn't get the, We didn't get the two million pound at the end of it. Like you know, what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, at the end, we, we didn't. We were but very what, close, but we didn't get it, Julian. Yeah. Like you know, and the other side of it is, which is always, there was a risk of Declan Rice getting injured or Jesus and all that. We got away with that as well. Like so, at the end of the day, whatever Mikel wants to do, he, 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 he's, he's got the right to do it. For me, I would have liked to see not because I wanted to see the youngsters play. I didn't want to see. The, the players go who was the two worst players on the pitch by the way who, who, who I think dropped this down was Saliba and, mm. um, and, and Gabriel, Gabriel. they, they yeah. weren't really at it <laughs> they were the worst players but, on but, the pitch because the they were trying was, to coast through the game weren't yeah, they yeah because they are trying to coast through the game and anyway, I get that it ain't mm. a problem you know what I mean like it does, it does show that we're putting Declan Rice in and risking Declan Rice for half hour because we've very very light in the central defensive area which worries me that Tommy Asu is going to be out for a little bit longer than what Probably is suspect. Yeah, Kivio is not a left back. No, no he's proved that. It's proven again. I mean, well, he was up against, was a, up very, against a very, very, very good, good player. player. Very, but, very. Good. And I, and I, I did feel a bit sorry for him because they never ever doubled up. They just left him yeah. out there. It's almost like they said, no, yeah. you, let's see get how you get, it, on. Yeah. Get, hey, get on with it, which is a fair <laughs> and thing. And he didn't get on very well. He'll learn from that. <laughs> That'd be a good situation. I, I'm, I'm glad that they did get out there. Don't want you doubling up there. See if you can do it. Because at the end of the day, if you do get skinned, it's not the end of the world, but see if you can deal with it. Yeah, that I thought he'd done all right in the end. Was it Bakayoko? Yeah, yeah, yeah he, looks, bloody, he looks like good someone player. we can get hold of. Really, we've been really linked really with him actually. Like, you know, and, and I'm from PSV's situation because we're speaking to a few. They're on a 15 game um, unbeaten run, and yeah, they've won. They've yeah. won they every won single game in the league. Yeah, it's not yeah. just unbeaten. It's that they've won. 15 yeah, out of 15, 15 in their league yeah, so they wanted, the, they wanted the to continue in all the yeah they wanted to continue that run that, that, that's what one of the things that their fans were saying like you know they wanted to continue yeah. that run so they, they did make changes but not as many but they really went for it in the second half I thought I thought yeah. they went for it they went for it in the first 15 minutes yeah, we, we missed we, well yeah. probably yeah, yeah. maybe we should, a good thing we didn't see funny that thing is we should have won that in the end we yeah it's also had a very good chance I heard you guys had a little bit of hassle getting in yeah yeah, it was a very dangerous situation. The so, so as you go into the ground, then there's two staircases. There's the one on the left as you go in, right next to um, the entrance, and then there's one the other side of the bar on the right. Now, automatically, people will always go to the closest staircase, mm. and there's no there's no stewards on the staircase. It wasn't even signage from what I could see. So everyone goes up one staircase. Now, when you get to the top of that staircase it's different sections so in effect you've got two sections but all the Arsenal fans are going into one and we got in about about 10 minutes before the start of the game would you say Lee? Yeah so, so we had to, like big queues outside yeah, yeah so, so we had 10 minutes to get up the staircase we got up half the staircase and there was a queue on the staircase and then there's people coming um, behind us and we're basically trapped on the staircase and we couldn't get up the staircase. Then as the game starts, 
people are pushing from behind because they want to see the game or you're on you're stuck on the staircase we we can't get up we can't get down and it's quite a steep staircase yeah. and once you get into the ground yeah and it, it starts to be a bit Slippery it starts well. to be a bit of a crush then we hear the stewards are trying to there are two stewards at the top telling people there's go no back. there's no room to go back but people don't want to go back because they can't hear the instruction and they're pushing pushing up and what it turns out is that it was so steep the the terracing when you actually get to the top of that staircase that people couldn't pull themselves up off the stairs yeah um so yeah it's a, it's a disaster waiting to happen that place and all they needed to do and they should have learned these lessons in the 80s is to have stewards at the bottom of the staircases so if one section is full direct people to the other staircase because it literally was about 15 second walk to the other staircase yeah. and the thing with with psv we had it at luton but a little bit different like there's no you're not designated to a, to a seat you just sit go in there yeah. sit where you want so people are going wherever they they want to go where if you go to say somewhere like liverpool where it's in a couple yeah. of sections if you haven't got the right ticket you're not allowed in that section and, and the steward will mm. say no you've got to go to to D or E or whatever. It goes back to what we were saying last week about the away day experience in Europe. It's yeah. just not good enough. And I mean, you know, I mean, you, I mean, I know there's a lot of problems at games and stuff like that, but it's just not good enough. I mean, you know, all the, all, everything seems to be directed to what goes on on the pitch. But I really do think that UEFA has got to start looking at these things and yeah. looking at the fan experience around games it's like they're not interested in it whatsoever until either something happens or until it gets to the final when they set up their fan parks and this and yeah. that and all that's great but there's too many of these type of experiences uh, you know I, I remember when we went to uh, Barcelona there was like literally two stewards for the whole end you know what I mean there'll be Arsenal stewards yeah. there they're trying going, to help the, the, and that's the, the, great but you know it's not really not their enough. job but it's the enough. job of the it's a job of the, mm. the locals yeah. to sort so, out so, these so things who know the, the network of and, and the framework at that stadium all you needed was two stewards at the bottom of the staircase just to say that there is another staircase one thing I will say about PSV I don't want to go too bad on the way out fantastic they've got a train waiting for you if, you, if you're going back to Amsterdam, free of charge, so you can go on that train, um, and mm. it takes all the Arsenal fans straight into uh, Amsterdam to get the, the flights back and all that. So they look at it, so when you come out, yeah, it's, 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 it's a quite pleasant, there's no this that they keep you there for a half hour yeah, to an hour yeah, and all yeah. that, that, you go straight out, straight on the train, and, and then if, you, if you're staying in Eindhoven, you just walk down, and it, I've got to say, very, very pleasant, Experience with PSV fans and everything yep. in the fan, everything there. No grief. It, no grief whatsoever. It's very, that's great. Very that's great. The one thing is, is that it is dangerous here. And the, and the, 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 the thing that is, is it, like it's all right for us because we're a little bit younger, not saying we're young, but you know what? Oh, yeah. There's a few there's a few older people that haven't got the power to, to, to push up and, uh, you know, and like a, a woman or whatever, even children. There were some children at the game, weren't there? Something's going to happen at PSV. Something will happen where someone slips down and gets damaged. Or yeah, whatever, we don't like. take one person mm. to fall over. Yeah, well, if, if and, one and person be a disaster. Say if Julian had fallen over or someone. I don't know how you. What would happen? Because you wouldn't have been able to get them up because your your arms are all mm. 
weren't you? You, yeah. you, it was, there was no, you couldn't move. You couldn't move. And the thing was, where I was, it, like there was a load of people behind me. I, so you couldn't turn back to say like, all right, I'll, I'll wait until everybody's gone if you're safe or whatever. There was actually nothing you could do. And the good thing about it was, and I'll give big up to the Arsenal fans who are in and around that area, they were helping people. Pulling people Pulling up. people up. Get, mm. You know, like so people standing there pulling you up to get you uh, away from that little bit of potential danger. I don't think there probably was a, people thinking that they, they was in danger because you've had it before or whatever, mm. but like, if some someone would have fallen over there or, yeah, or whatever, it, I, it would have been a problem. I mean, um, listen, we got the job done. Yeah. <laughs> and when you look at the, the, the subsequent games with Manchester United that, that took place afterwards, mm. bottom yeah. of their group, Newcastle. Bottom of their group as yeah. well. Bottom Which of their could group. Affect yeah. this, this well, they're, they're saying, yeah, they're now, saying now that it might be only be four teams next yeah, year again. And it, um, yeah, but, but that, that could be a good thing because Spurs might come fifth. <laughs> well, you say that you don't know who's going to come fifth at this stage. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, they, that's going to fit. But it just goes to show the importance of what we did in getting the, the, the everything done early and then securing that. Yeah. And, and also, you know, ahead of the game this coming up this weekend because you know, um, Brighton have got a very tough game today. Um, you know, yeah. where they've got to take on uh, Marseille. Marseille. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. and they need to win that game, otherwise they go into a playoff, playoff yeah. exactly against one of the teams that yeah. drop out of the Champions League. So we should have a and we got extra rests because we played on Tuesday. They're playing on Thursday, so that that's that's all worked work well. And of course, we're into the next round. Who do you guys? want in the next round I mean we're talking about this on the way yeah, yeah I mean uh, let me see if I can just get up the, the, what, the what are you doing now? The, draw, what? the draw's going to take place on, on Monday Monday, on Monday 11 right? o'clock yeah 11 o'clock on Monday we will get to find out who we get in the next round well, but why? yeah who do you want well, there's a few different things going on in my head the first one and got to be the prime one is who are we most likely to beat and that for me will be Copenhagen it have been impressive though. They've been impressive. It's, it's been impressive. But when you look at the other more traditional teams in there, you've got to pick them out as being, and it's not saying they're weak, but the weakest team. Copenhagen that we were play. impressive. Let's run through the teams that, <clears throat> that we can get, right? Because remember, all, we'll be in the top seeds. Um, so we're not going to be able to get teams like Bayern Munich at yeah. this stage, right? The teams that we can get, Copenhagen, who finished second in their group, in the group in which Man United came bottom, I still can't get. Where, where'd they come from? Bottom. Bottom. Yes. Right. Um, obviously, we can't get PSV because they were in our group. Um, we can get Napoli. Yeah. Which wouldn't be an easy game. A very good side, Victor Osimhen and guys like that. They're a top team. Inter Milan. Yeah. That's another get... very tough one. Inter Milan. Top of Serie A at the moment. Um, they came second in their group on um, the head-to-head -head against Real Sociedad. Uh, Lazio, another Italian team in there. I fancy Lazio, if we've, if we've got Lazio. I don't know what you guys think, but we could get Lazio. PSG, Kylian Mbappe and co. Um, Who RB... come bottom of that group? Newcastle come yeah. bottom of that group. Newcastle? <laughs> yes, they did. Um, only one win. And that was beating PSG 4-0. Um, RB Leipzig. One more guy in there. And uh, yeah. Porto. So those are the teams that we can get. Yeah. So out of those teams, who, if you could get, if you could pick the team that you get, who would you pick out of them? Well, there's different criteria. You've got Copenhagen. For, well, there's, there's different criteria. If it's footballing, 
just purely football reasons, I'd choose Copenhagen. But there's more. Well, see, I've money for you. Well, it's not exactly. Yeah. No, it's we don't not, want to go to Copenhagen because no, it's no. quite expensive here, like, yeah. you know. It is expensive, but then I'm not that fussed about that on, on that part of it. It's more of a, the experience. You're worried about your spreadsheet. Yeah, that, 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 that is one criteria. I've been, to, I've been to the Park and Stadium twice already, so I am looking for a new team, new stadium on my spreadsheet. Yeah. No, so that's, yeah. that's important. But also, the when you go to these away games in Europe, it's also about the place you're visiting. And Milan, although from a footballing perspective, I think it would be, be good and I've got some good contacts there, which hopefully would mean I wouldn't be sort of sat in the gods behind netting. But I've been there, I've been there before and there's not a lot to do in Milan for me. Whereas Milan's a nice city, man. I've, I've I like been Milan. there and I just didn't find it that, many times. I didn't find it that interesting myself. That was nice. Lovely food. Yeah, I mean, you know, like yeah. So, so there's other lovely place. shopping, Scottish restaurant. Yeah. But th- there's other things involved in in what makes a good trip for me. And there's places I haven't been that I would like to go. And one of them would be pro- probably Leipzig. So I've not been there. Yeah, I'd like to go yeah, there. Germany's always a very good place snobbish, to watch football as well. It's snobbish. It's yeah, snobbish. yeah, yeah, it's very snobbish. Snobbish stuff is starting to come out. I don't want to go yet. PSG, but I've got a feeling we're yeah. getting him. Yeah. The snobbish, the snobbiness but of you is coming Paris, out again. you know what I mean? He's, oh, Do you want me to tell you why? Go on. Right, because the majority of people watching this, the majority of Arsenal fans in the UK and around the world won't get a chance to go away to the game. So as far as they're concerned, it's not about your trip. It's That's about right, yeah. what game can they get that <laughs> yep. they can that we can win, which would then be able to progress through to the next round. Not your jolly up yeah. and your trip <laughs> not over about to, you, no. you know, uh, Milan or yeah. Copenhagen yeah, yeah, yeah. or, no, I want to go here yeah, for yeah, the yeah. journey and the trip. Yeah. They are thinking about what game can we play which is the most likely outcome that we win the game and we progress through to the next round. If you start looking at it from a regular fan's point of view, please. I'm going to go Porto or Copenhagen. That's the two that I would like. All right, if I can counter that. The first thing was, you asked me what was my preference. No, I said, no, no, yes, yeah, you did. Y- yes, I asked you what your my, preference was, my but preference. I'm asking you, I told from, you I told from you a football point of yeah, view. Yeah, and I told you. Earlier on, and I told earlier on, no, I'm about football. No, no, I told you about that. Earlier on, he's telling me about the amount of money we made from a game. That's yeah, the yeah, most yeah, important yeah. thing. No, now, all of a sudden, you're putting thing. your self-interest in front of you ask the me, wider interest of exactly, your, exactly. exactly. Your exact question, verbatim, was, what is your preference? I explained, from a footballing perspective, it would be Copenhagen, but I said there's other criteria going on in my head, and I explained the reasons why. So where do you want to go? Which, which, what, who do you want to get? I think... Leipzig. Porto yeah. or Copenhagen, yeah. not bothered. For me, Porto, Copenhagen or Lazio. Yeah, yeah Lazio's a good one. Because yeah. I, I think Lazio... It's, over t- it's, it's, also, oh. it's also dangerous in Italy. Yeah, you're looking again, and you're looking, I'm looking again, at your I'm own looking at the self-interest. Wel- I'm looking at the welfare of my fellow fans. You're uh, looking at your own self-interest, right? Lazio um, is a winnable game. I think over two legs, I really fancy yeah, us I'll against Lazio. Lazio over say. two legs, I fancy us against Copenhagen. And over two legs, I fancy us against Porto. But let's not forget, Porto are a very experienced mm. Champions League team. Um, so are Leipzig now, by the way. They're a very experienced Champions League team. And we saw, I, I think what I saw the other night when Newcastle went out is the inexperience of Newcastle 
in comparison to AC Milan. That, you know, Newcastle won nil up. They're, ch- they're still chasing the game, trying to get to... They would have went through. Yeah. The other game was a draw. It was 1-1. If that had stayed the same, Newcastle won on the head-to-head against PSG. They would have went through. They didn't need to chase after that second yeah. goal. Their inexperience cost them, right? So if, if you're playing Lazio, they're not an experienced Champions League team, but if you're playing Porto, they are. I mean, they've won the competition before. We haven't. And they're always in it. So, that, so, you know, but listen, I, I, I take Porto. The teams, the teams, I think... I think uh, we've got... Just going back to that Newcastle point, I, I agree with that, like, because Newcastle have come from nowhere. They didn't even get into the Europa League and, yeah. and, and, and get a little bit of learning from it. We've had yeah. a little bit of experience going into yeah. the Europa Although League. we haven't been in it for a while. We haven't been... Yeah, but you but get yeah, a bit of experience from that. They haven't had it. They've gone yeah. straight into the Champions League. And yeah. I think that's a great point you made. But I think... Kind of caught them out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I want to like. avoid Napoli. I want to avoid Inter Milan, man. I think those are I think them to MPSG. Because I think as poor as they've been... They've still got a couple of players. They've got world-class those. players. They've got yeah. Mbappe, they've got Zaya Emery, they've got, you know I mean, Vitinha, they've got, you know, uh, Marquinhos. They, they've got some I wanted very... them out, yes. I wanted Newcastle yeah, to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've night. got, you want them, you kind of wanted them out because you so don't really want to get danger. them. And when you go to uh, PSG, it's a very hostile, hostile atmosphere there. You know what I mean? This is a very good, you know, a very good I like Manchester City to get them. You know? Yeah, that'd be but, good. But, but I think they're going to turn them over. Now because they're, yeah, they put a bit of money in that. <laughs> we'll have Copenhagen, please. Manchester City yeah. versus Copenhagen. But we'll be uh, we'll be able to uh, find out who we get on Monday. You can alert your travel agents yeah. and you know for your five star accommodation. Yeah, and, I didn't have five star accommodation <laughs> at PSV, did I? No. <laughs> but anyway, forget about all that for yeah, now. Put that all to one side. <laughs> put that all to one side because coming up this weekend is a very important game for Arsenal. Um, taking on Brighton We've got a very poor record against Brighton um, at home uh, the last three games in all, all, all competitions at the Emirates they've beaten us mm, yeah. um, they've got one of their best Premier League records against us away from home I think it's their best it's, it's, it's not so, bad at home either I mean I had a look at yeah. um, you know the results initially between Arsenal and Brighton since they came up and I looked at it and I thought that's not a bad record when I looked at it and then I realised it was the other way round. It was actually Brighton's record. The wins <laughs> I was looking at was for, for Brighton. I think we've only beaten them out of 12 or 13 games, four games since mm. they've come back up. Now they've got Quite a brilliant incredible. record at Arsenal have lost their last three home games against Brighton in all competitions. Um, they've only got a worse record at yeah. home in recent times against Man City. Right? Um, Brighton have won four of their seven away games against Arsenal at the Emirates. It's the highest win rate, 57%, of any visiting English side at the ground since it opened. Brighton. Yeah. Right? Um, So, but we've got an excellent home record recently. The last team to beat us at home was? Brighton. 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 3-0. Brighton. Last team to beat us at the Emirates. Um, Since then, you know, we're 12 games unbeaten, one ten of them drawn two. But we need to win this game. We really do need to win this game. Uh, Brighton have got a lot of injuries. I mean, you know, they, they still have um, quite a lot of injuries and they have that really tough game against um, Marseille. We've had a lot of more rest. We had a dead rubber, whether we like to say it or not. So we were able to rest players like Saka and Martinelli and all these guys. This is a game that we really have to win, um, especially after dropping points last week at Aston Villa. Just because we, before, actually before I touch on on 
fully into the Brighton game. What did you think of our performance at Villa? I thought it was excellent. Yeah, I thought we played well. Yeah. I thought if, if we carry on playing like that the rest of the season, I think we will be champions. Sometimes things just, just don't go for you. If you do the right things, more often than not, you will win the game. And I thought the majority of what we did at that game was good and positive. Mm. Frustrating, weren't yeah, it? Take our chances, didn't we? Yeah, yeah we didn't take our chances. That, that's what we did badly. And, and at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. That's probably one of the main ingredients you what, need. What, what did you make of the decisions? Well, on the two I'm decisions. Just go on a couple of things. I, I, I can't. I'm, I'm actually not. I don't want it on, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, or even on the TV. That show where that idiot talks about commentary of referees and things like that. I'm not. Ever, I don't. I, not watching it no more because it is a wind up he, skip, he skipped massive, over it didn't he massive proportions you know where we want to skip over certain things all that what I've come to learn is if the referee hadn't if the referee gives that goal on Havertz they couldn't have not they'd have had to stand by it because there weren't no evidence for the handball and whatever you know they had to go well we've got to go with the online decision straight away that wound me up well it wasn't clear and obvious was it wasn't it? clear and obvious so I think it, it was it, didn't it touch the hand though it, no it, they, it, they said they couldn't prove it it did look like it they couldn't the hand. they couldn't they it looked like the, 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 the annoying thing about it, seen it, it they time. said it looked like it but they couldn't prove it like the bit like the ball over the line they couldn't prove it so mm. they couldn't prove so if that goal would have stood they would have said we haven't got enough to mm. to, to, to say it it's but, actually Eddie's goal you know so and there was the, mm. the touch with Eddie got in it anyway by the by that then I'll go to the worst thing of it. I see two penalties, exactly the same scenario. If you go back on it, like, you know, both weren't given, but one was given by VAR and one wasn't. Now tell me why. Why why yeah, why they why the individual? I, 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 I know what you're talking. You're talking about the game Crystal against Palace, Crystal Liverpool. Palace earlier on, in the day against Liverpool, where they pulled it back three minutes after. Yeah. Three minutes after no they different pulled it back to the Jesus one. And right. And said, and the Jesus one, how they can look at that and say, actually, no penalty is beyond me. Yeah. I, 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 I just don't. Well, when you look at both of them, I think at the end of the day, again, when you go back to, should they have gone against the ref? I don't think it was clear and obvious to Crystal Palace once. No. It's not about Arsenal, this is about Crystal Palace, Liverpool. I've looked at it a few times now. We're all wanting Crystal Palace to get that penalty, by so the way. We're happy with that. We're happy with that. But when you look at it for the context of football, I don't think they should be going back and saying, ref, you got that wrong. And then when, and then, then, then four hours later, what is it? That, what they had a converse, conversation in, in between the two games and thought, oh, I'll tell you what, we was wrong there. So if it happens again at Arsenal, Liverpool, we won't give it. I, come out and tell me, Mr. Webb, why you intervene in one and not the other? It's it's it's, it's crazy decisions like that yeah, ruining it's, football. It's, it's, and I've got yeah. one thing I've got to say now. I've got to say this now. Congratulations to the Arsenal women on on, on um, Sunday because I watched that game. Mm. I. Watched that game and thoroughly enjoyed that game. And the reason why Chelsea, I enjoyed that game, beaten four-one, but I enjoyed the game. No VAR. There was a couple of controversial decisions in the net, but it was a game that I enjoyed watching a game of football, not being spoilt by idiots running a TV channel or yeah. whatever like that. Do, 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 do you know what? Right, I'll, I'll find, uh, it's Gary Neville, not Gary Neville, Gary Lineker said it on Match of the Day, he said, well, yeah. he goes, I used to be a big fan of VAR, I sort of advocated. Ruining it. the game. But he goes, now I regret it. He goes, the, he goes, it's just not, f he was talking about the Arsenal game and he was going, it's just ruining football now. The reason why it's ruining football, in my opinion, is there's no consistency. 
So you, yeah. that's the problem. Yeah, and you can have the neither, one at Crystal Palace in the morning. Maybe not. Yeah. Right, and then you have the other one in the evening and nobody knows what's going on. If the one in the morning is a, was, penalty. Is a penalty, then the one in the evening is a penalty. If the one yeah. in the morning wasn't given and the one in the evening wasn't given, you just look at it and say, it's like, you, know, you know my, my thing, you know the handball one, right? Why I didn't have a big problem with it, even though obviously you got it, is that there's a consistency on that. If it touches your hand in the build-up, they just say, right, no goal. I think it's a, I think it's a poor rule because, it you know, it, yeah. you know, sometimes, you know, when a player, you, we, when a player handles a ball, sometimes they don't even know nothing about it. I think it should be more looked at differently in different cases. But we all know that's the rule and that's done consistently. So this is the other example. In our game, that was disallowed because the referee said it had hit the hand in the build-up, so it's disallowed. And then I watched the Man United game with the fourth goal for Bournemouth, the fourth, right? But the fourth goal for Bournemouth was the same, where the guy, he didn't know nothing about it, but he just touched his hand in the build-up, they disallowed that. So for me, we can complain about the rule, we can say stupid, yeah, but it's consistent. But it's, it was consistent. But what, what it is, it's There's not no fact. consistency. It's not fact, Robbie. This is the trouble with VAR. It's not fact. There's no argument this, with the goal nothing, line technology. It's nothing to do with, with VAR, because the issues we're discussing now, consistency, have been in football since the day football was invented. But you accept that. Actually, But actually, VAR makes it than less mistakes because they get more of a chance to get it wrong. Yeah, exactly. So you accept it. Like, at the end of the day, forget that there's VAR. The referees it, give it's that just individuals, just from it. It's like, individuals you know? giving their interpretation. But, yeah, but the thing is, it's not fact. It's not but fact. But that's football. That is, that is fo football. Fa yes, there is fact on the goal line technology. Yeah. There's fact. Yes, there is. So use it. But at the end of it, it's still not fact. Whether you think it's a penalty or whether you don't. Now, I'm going to go back to the incident with, with, with cash. It's handball. You know what I mean? On, on Saliba got done for handball. At Chelsea, yep. Yep. because the thing is, is someone's interpretation. Yep. Yeah, that's an ball. That is not the VAR. You are, if you're going to play VAR, it's got to be fact. So the, if the ball the is on and off. The technology isn't there yet. Exactly, the exactly for that. So it does improve the consistency, but it doesn't rule out the inconsistency. No, but the, the inconsistencies are the way in which they use it. In that one but guy can look at it in the morning, and three minutes after plays continued. Right, be looking at it, looking at it, and then blow. Say to the referee, "Yeah, bring it back." That's a. That's yeah. how much but, he. But that is an the, individual's interpretation. Right, but then you did, of what yeah. they're seeing, and then you then see another guy in the evening, the it's exact a, it's a, same thing. But it's a different say, guy no. looking at it. No, but then this is where it's bad because there should be a general consensus across that. So that this is where the leadership yeah. thing comes in, where. It's like right when it, when a handball like this happens, it's it is when it's sorry when uh, when mm. there's contact in a box like this, we give those when there's contact with, but there's not, there's no consistency, and basically what these um guys at Stockley Park are doing, they're sort of saying to themselves right because there's this edict, isn't there, from Howard Webb and the thing where he's like we don't wanna. We don't want VAR to be refereeing the game. So that's why a lot of times, even when something we can see it is a mistake, they try and come with this thing about not clear and obvious because we don't it's all we don't want to overtake what's going on. But they don't do it in every case. In some cases they do it, in other cases yeah. they don't. So you just need to make their mind up what they're gonna do. You're either gonna use that to the letter of the law and, and or you're not gonna, then we don't need it. And then the worst thing about it is 
Right, they, they actually say how well we don't want the VAR to referee the game but then what they're doing is that when they're going to the monitor they're, they're convincing that ref you've made the mistake when they're, so all of a sudden they are refereeing they're going look you've made a mistake here like you know it's giving them the, they're giving them the opportunity to retract their initial decision which does put them under some kind of pressure no, but they never because, because they're implying to them you've made a mistake yeah. by the fact that they're and, and, and also the other thing I've got to bring it up <laughs> Free sending offs that were uh, uh, they they let off sending offs the other day, like you know yeah, because I mean? um, there was an elbow in there. On uh, honestly, no, the referee uh, the elbow on that one, the the, the, the Romario tackle in that game, and mm. also the, the the Luton fella that dies two footed in and all that, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. The they're, they're sending offs, and you're they, on about the Romero, yeah, he's, yeah. he's going like, again, oh, we can't endanger a player this is why we're again, making tackles again can you tell me how right I know it's a different game but how could you look at that Romero and not say that's a sending off and not say that's a red card that's what I mean so you're either using it for yeah. because then on other games they will look at it and say that's a red card he gets sent off at Chelsea for endangering a player that's what he got sent off yeah. for but he actually wins the ball this one here he's got no intentions of the I'm, ball because it's miles away is that is that not endangering a player? Yeah, I'm I'm not disputing that these were mistakes. All I'm saying is with VAR they're making less mistakes because they're able to see it on repeat and in slow motion. So they're making I think VAR is making less mistakes and the longer we're here the greater the technology will be. They shouldn't be. really be making the mistakes they're making. Yeah, they're, they're, right? Absolutely. They, they shouldn't what? be making any... If I was seeing... There's shots, no they're level of yeah, they should be making... They're going to make... There's always going to be some mistakes. Yeah. But also, the instance we're talking about with those two penalties last weekend, you could argue them either way. That they weren't clear and obvious to me. It wasn't like the Newcastle... But they've... The Jesus one. The Jesus one, he's kicked him. Right, he hasn't got nowhere near the ball. He's you could even see the the, um, the face of the player. Right, I think it was Douglas Luiz when he kicks him. It's sort of like, oh, right. He's kicked him. He hasn't. Got, he's kicked him right here. He hasn't got the ball. He's nowhere near the ball. He's kicked the player. The player's gone down. But I right, think, that's I think, a penalty. Well, I think, right? I think the one argument, during, and this is where we yeah. go back to consistency. The one earlier on during in the thing, he's kicked. Um, he's kicked the the Palace player. He hasn't got the ball on one. They they look at it and say, yeah, and that's yeah. all right. On the other one, they look on it. Three minutes after plays continued on and say to the referee, come back, go to the screen and look on it. And that's the problem. No consistency. Terrible. A terrible use of this technology. It is terrible. I, I remember also, was it McAllister got sent off for Liverpool, um, for Liverpool this season? We watched it for 10 times and you said, oh, it's a bit harsh. Yeah. You should have a penalty and all that like but they send him off and then I, I see that Romero 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 one, Romero one and it's it's ten times worse than that and the fact is you're right what you're saying it, it, but it's it's not fact it's, it's you think it's a penalty I don't that's yeah. not what VAR's brought in for because no, but it's still you, humans interpreting what they're yeah, saying so you're right, yeah, yeah but you come up with what you do is you come up with levels of what so may, maybe they might look at it and say right in order to give a penalty, the contact has to be this amount or something. You come up. But how with do a, you gauge you come contact? Up with, you come up, especially if players are, you come are diving, up with, you which come, they do. You come up. You come up with a level of thing right across the board. Yeah, 
and then you, you and then you implement how it because do you it's just implement it, it's a level so inconsistent. Of something, you don't know. It's a bit like um, when you well, they've done it with it. So when you had a go at Trossard, that he got he just rolling around on the ground, he wasn't injured. But ultimately, you don't know. No, it's just a, it's you, not you, a, it's an opinion. It's a Julian. So it comes down to an opinion. That's why VAR shouldn't be used. Julian, if you can't, then maybe don't bother with it, right? Because at the end of the day, that's what I'm saying with the handball thing. Even though I was really annoyed about that, I know that's the rules. They've got a set rule on that that says if it hits your hand in the build-up to a gold, right, and you're the attacking player and it's in that phase of play, we don't give it. So I knew once they established that they thought he hit his hand, it weren't going to get given, right? Because that's the rules. And I've seen that all season. I've seen those. I saw it in the earlier game. Yeah, but they've said but they couldn't I'm, prove that, Rob. Right? All right, yeah. but it looked like he's hit his it hand, so like we can, I'll take hand. that one. They but when you, prove it. when you watch other things where, one, I watch one game, it's one thing, you watch the other game, it's another, yeah. then it's another, then what's the point in having it for those incidents? Don't bother, because it's too inconsistent, and it just winds fans up. Because it's, you're it's just not like, enjoyable watching at the moment. Watching yeah, you're just like, like, you're like well, what, you, what have you looked at to come to that conclusion? Yeah. How can you look at that Romero one and not give it, but you gave the McAllister one. How could, so if that's what it's going to be and you're leaving it strictly to the interpretation of the guy on the pitch, then leave him alone to do that and don't do no Look, VAR my, on those I don't, I don't know, but I'm going to say this now. If that Romario, Romero one is not sending off, right, on Saturday, on whenever, he play, whenever they played Newcastle, then the one against Newcastle when he wins the ball is not sending off either. Because he's won the ball. Totally inconsistent. That's my opinion. But anyway, the Brighton game, we're yeah. still annoyed about it. Still, the Brighton yeah. game, let's hope we don't have any incidents like that. Well, you don't know. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. You, yeah, you well, could, let's could let's hope be turned by Or, or like if there is incidents, it goes our way. Yeah. Right. How, are you, how are you guys feeling about that Nervous. game? Nervous. Nervous. Got to win it, innit? It's, it's Liverpool a, it's, next after that. It's a massive game. I think that if Arsenal were to, to, to not win this game, we could find ourselves out of the top four. And I know Julian's going about top five. You know, we could be dropping down. Um, it's at least fourth but going over Christmas if we if we don't win this game it's vital that we win this game I don't care how we win it it might not be the greatest performance um, I, I, I think at the end of the day um, we were talking about this coming down like you know it was nice it was nice to, to, to watch a game of football without that pressure you wouldn't want that every week you but want the misery is what we like yeah so you've got that pressure there's, 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 there's the excitement <coughs> of the game coming up and, and, and Brighton have got a good record against us and I do think that that does happen to a certain degree but then saying again that, that you know Aston Villa have been on a great run in, the, in, in, in at home the last team to beat them was Arsenal and they yeah. still won yeah. you know what I mean so and we had a great record against so, them so, yeah, well. so at the end of it like Arsenal do the business they've got to play well take their chances I think the one thing for me is the reason we didn't win that game last, last week was because the front three just didn't perform they yeah. did not perform. Well, they didn't perform as soon as they got in front of the goal. Yeah, and that's, 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 where, that's where it fell well, that's where, that's But also, if, you, if they play well, that front three play well, Arsenal win on, and on Saturday. Also especially with the amount of injuries that Brighton have got. I can't believe how well Brighton are doing with the, the yeah. lack of investment that they've got. I mean, the, well, it's all about money, yeah, though, isn't it? Yeah, well, the, the money that's coming in... <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> no, as I said, I can't believe... I mean, I mean they are eighth... They're, they're a point. Doing very well. They're level with points with Newcastle at seventh. They're one point off sixth. Last season they come sixth. They've made 67 changes. They're starting 11 this season. Mm. And the nearest to that is Forrest at 44. Just to put that into perspective, we've only made 31. The fact that they're coping 
as well as yeah. as well as they are with European football and the Premier League. I, I think they're they're a phenomenal team, but ultimately we should be beating them and we should be beating them well by two or three home. goals particularly at home particularly the fact that they've got a difficult game tonight which will which should be very competitive yeah. they, they have to win that game and they're then playing two two days after yeah yeah the, 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 what we've had to cope with over the years that you know playing Thursday Sunday and as I said we, we're very fortunate played dead rubber game on a Tuesday we made eight changes players we got injuries, but nothing on the scale of the injuries they've got. You know, what I mean, um, I, I, I know um, a couple of people at Brighton, right? Um, and they've said to me that, you know, the past few weeks, some of their players are just running on fumes. Mm. You know, they, they, you know, the hematomas and guys like that. Because even though they've come back, they've just come back and they're having to play like literally every game. And this is a big opportunity for Arsenal. I mean, Brighton will come. Because Brighton are one of those teams um, that their policy when they go away from home is not to go for a draw, it's to go for a win every single place mm. they go to. So Brighton will come and they will attack. Um, Arsenal, I think, are better equipped defending nowadays. So because we kind of have this thing that when we're at home, we're going to always attack. Maybe we're going to have to be a little bit more sort of cautious cautious against Brighton because they are very good at attacking but the thing about Brighton is, is if you are sort of a little bit of you know show a little bit of caution and I think that was the difference between our performance away last season against them when we beat them pretty easily compared to the performance at home when we got you know battered by them is that when we're at home we're you're always automatically completely on the front foot and Brighton can exploit that because they're a brilliant team in transition but what they do do, Brighton, is they do leave themselves wide open at the back at times. And you can get in behind them. They do leave lots of one-on-one -on -one situations. They're not really the sort of team that double up, you know, on players and that. They, they, they're a very brave team in the way in which they play. And that's why you see a lot of their results sometimes. They get these weird results, in it, where they, they can get spanked sometimes. They got hammered at Villa, didn't they? Is it 5-1, 6-1 at Villa? Yeah, yeah. 6-1 at Villa. I remember last year, I think it was... They got thrashed by Everton and things like that. Yeah, I mean, because, because they are a team, they're brave. They're very much on the front foot, no matter who they play. So I think tactically, we're going to have to, you know, you can't, you can't treat them with disrespect. You can't treat no. them and say, right, we're going to go, we're at home, front foot. You've got to treat them with respect because if not, we saw what they did to Man United. They, 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 they put three past them at home. They've done that to big teams where they've gone there and, you know, they, they so we're, we're going to have to be very respectful of how they play but I think if we do do that we get the tactics right I think we'll win this game yeah, I know we've yeah. got, had a poor record against them but I, I think it'll be think a tough game I do think it'll tough be tough game but I think all the advantages are there for us as well all the advantages are there for us and you know everybody should come back in who you know um, I mean we're we starting to even get some of the squad players back it was good to see Smith Rowe back the other mm. night you know but We've got to win this because next week after that, you know, yeah, we go to Anfield. Mm. You know, and also as well when you look at it, you know, you look at the games this weekend at the, for the teams around us. You know, I mean, Liverpool playing Man United at Anfield, you wouldn't expect them to drop any points in that game, would you? Nah. The way United are playing, well, they've, they've just they've gone out of the Champions English. League. You know, City have got. Um, was it Palace or they got? An I easy think they've game. got Palace away, aren't they? Is it away? 
Yeah, um, you I wouldn't expect them but, to lose penalties. But on, yeah. the, on the Liverpool Man United game, surely you'd expect some kind of reaction from United after that. And also, Liverpool have been good, but they've been riding their luck they're as well. They're not beating. They've been riding their luck, Liverpool. They're not beating. Man United. And, and, and luck doesn't always last. I Man United are so. Well, you you're, you're maybe thinking about the Arsenal. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, like, you know, I'll be very surprised if, if Liverpool don't score three on. Yeah, they're going to batter. I mean, United in November, they were winning. Yeah, well, but they've, uh, uh, they've got injuries. They've got, they've got a, lot, a few of the like, main players have gone out now. You know, the player of the month has gone down now, like in Harry Maguire. Maguire. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, work that out. I mean, look, I mean, I mean that. And the worst thing about it, they're rubbish. That's simply, I mean, let's be real. They're, they're, they're not very good. They've got players, you know, that... that, that, uh, that are good players like Rashford just completely lost form. When was the last time they won away from home as well? well they must have won. It was when we were in Newcastle. We were watching them beat Fulham. Do you remember? They won. Yeah, they, they scored right, 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 right in the. Yeah, they scored right watching the rugby, and they got one right at the last minute as well. Sheffield United. Sheffield United. But I think that was that was before one, Newcastle, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I don't know. They've, yeah. So they've, they have scraped some results, but yeah. I think it's, like it's still Man United, it? and you can't write them off. They're, They're still one of the biggest. I'd be very surprised. It's at Anfield, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they're not. I'd be very surprised. They're not beating them, so yeah. we got, we need to win. Well, we listen, to win. and that's why we need to win this game because it, uh, we don't want to be going to Anfield four points behind, if or, or, or three points behind if mm. we haven't if we haven't beat, beaten Brighton, and then like you know, it could be going into Christmas six points or seven yeah. points behind them, and all of a sudden there's a there's a points gap and we're under pressure. So vital mm. that we win this game. And looking at some of Brighton's uh, recent away games, uh, lost three two at Chelsea. Right. And Chelsea um, had a red card in that one. Yep, yeah, so they lost 3 2. Um, went away to Everton. Yeah, Gallagher, wasn't it? Yeah. Went away to Everton, drew 1 1. They did get a good win um, away at Nottingham Forest. They beat them 3 2. That, that's not always the easiest um, place to go to. Um, lost away at Man City 2 1. Um, that's not a bad result, you know, is it? Is. They kept in it, didn't they? Yeah. Lost, uh, yeah, away from home. And then they got that 6-1 Tonkin away from home at Aston Villa. So they've not been great away from no. home. They've not been, you know what I mean? They're, 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 most of their better performances have been at home. But they are that team that if you're not on it, There's they punching. can pull it out. But we've got to win this game. We've got the, the game next week at Anfield, we don't want to be going into that game where we're far off of Liverpool. Yeah, exactly that. We want to be going into that game where... Yeah, if we you know, beat them, we can go above them. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's yeah. where we want to be. Yeah, and set us up for the for the Christmas period. And I think it's fallen nicely for us, or the fact that we did what we did in the Champions League and we were able to sort of rest players. We go into that game and we'll talk more about it next week um, against Liverpool. They've got a game during the week in the, um, the Carabao Cup against West Ham I know it's at home but again surely oh, they'll have to go pretty next week, is it? yeah yeah so they'll have to go next week Wednesday got through. but surely yeah. yeah we would have been playing yeah. them, but surely they're going to have to go strong in that game because you know what I mean you're, you're oh, now yeah, through to yeah. the you know you you're, you know, you win that game you're into the semi-finals course, and a chance to win a trophy so oh, I didn't think of that last so it's not falling too bad for no. us so you know what I mean we're going to have a little think, I don't think they'll go that strong though, yeah. in if, the we'd play, if we'd have played Liverpool we'd have played Liverpool We'd have played them, yeah. Yeah. Like then, and then we would have played them in the yeah. FA yeah. Cup. Then, 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 and then again in February. Yeah. yeah. Blimey. That's three trips to Liverpool. It's yeah. a shame. 
<laughs> Especially for you. Survive, you know? <laughs> <laughs> It'd have been like a staircase in Eindhoven. <laughs> anyway, let's get your predictions. 2 new I'm going to go for. Well, I think after what you said about them being open, the, and also the fact that they're playing uh, tonight, I, I think we could beat them by quite a bit. I, I'm going to go 3-0 to Arsenal. I'll go 3-1. I'll go 3-1. Um, you know, I can see that we could concede in that goal, but I do think so many things are in our advantage. Yeah. We have to win this. Mm. I'd be very, very, very disappointed if Arsenal didn't yeah, win this game. Cool. And we've got yeah. a great record at home and I'd be very yeah. disappointed with a draw as well. Mm. This is a must-win no, game got, it's, it's a must-win game. And, and they've got a poor record away. There's a lot of things in our favour for this yeah. game. Got to win it. Got to win it. Got to win it. Well, guys, we've come to the end of the show and don't forget we'll be covering that game right throughout here on AFTV. We're going to be at a game, all of us. So, oh, um, you're, you're turning up somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be there. I, 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 I had to stand in for you guys. Uh, chicken shop on on the uh, yeah. Wednesday. I, want, I wanted to go to that. It's very good. It's yeah. very good. I'll tell you what. That was a very good video, by the way. Make sure you guys check it out. I've, I've, one of the questions yeah. was really good as well. Turkish against Dan Potts, man. I'll tell you what. Well, the levels, I'll ask you the question in a minute off, off air. The levels were very, very, very good. good in that. It was some elite, elite. Um, Quiz masters in that game, man. They were they were good. So make sure you check that out, right? But we'll be covering um, the Brighton game here, both in the studio, and of course, um, we will be at the game as well. So really, really looking forward to it. And once again, don't forget NordVPN. If you want to get the uh, VPN, go to nordvpn.com slash AFTV to get four months free of NordVPN. Um, with their brilliant uh, two-year plan. This is an exclusive to AFTV viewers and you don't want to miss out on this. It's risk-free with their 30-day money-back money guarantee plan. Um, so thanks to the guys from NordVPN for sponsoring this video. Thank you, Julian. Pleasure. Uh, thank you, Lee. They're According to them, pleasure. they're still, I'm so tired. Yeah. You know what I mean? They went a one-hour flight, it was. Yeah, one-hour yeah. one flight. Yeah, we we, we slid out of flight yeah, to Ireland. Yeah, we did that at home I'm so tired, oh, man. Well, it so, wasn't jet lag. You know, you'd have thought we played Melbourne FC. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? And they've been flying, <laughs> flying for 24 hours. Yeah. I'm so tired. I was awake oh. for 28 hours. Oh. Oh. It's weird about Holland, which is a funny thing, is that the flight's at 7 o'clock and you arrive at 7 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. and you're still yeah. crying. And we're still, oh, I wasn't nah, crying, I just had to sleep for 28 hours. These snobbish football fans, yeah. I'll tell you what, you can't handle them. It's a thanks for watching. <laughs> Subscribe here to AFTV and we'll see you again next week for another Invincible podcast. Podcast Network.